0: Hello, 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 everyone! Oh my gosh, we're back in the building. One, two, three. The eavesdrop. Eavesdrop. Mm. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eavesdrop. My name is Layefa. Thank you so much for joining me here today. How you feeling? How you doing? I feel like it's been a while. Maybe not for you, but for me. Um, it's been such a kerfuffle setting up today can we just go over it and I don't want to be a gatekeeper because some people have asked me about what equipment I use a a few times it's happened a few occasions people have asked me what equipment do I use to podcast and things like that because podcasting is really trendy at the moment and there's more and more and I'm not a gatekeeper so just off the bat just in case you're interested I use this share mic Um, it's supposed to be a really, really good microphone like Michael Jackson used it on his, I don't know, Thriller album on, but he used to record with it. So it's supposed to be a really good out microphone. So I spent a lot of money to buy this microphone. That being said, you do not have to spend that kind of money. You can use a basic mic. You can even use the mic on your phone to record. They're just as good. Um, The people that make the Rhodes mic apparently they also make the mic for the um uh the notes the voice memos on the iPhone so you could just use any mic i have because i use this mic i also have like these mic cables that's if you're watching the visuals you know what i'm talking about we'll get into the visuals in a minute um, which plugs into a uh, f- my brain has gone black, blank but it's like an adapter which then connects into my laptop. The laptop I have is a MacBook. I've been using a MacBook for years, not because it's trendy, just because I'm a designer by trade. So I use a Mac. The software that I use is very, very basic. I use GarageBand because, I'm saying because, because people are like, oh, why do you use GarageBand? I'm just telling you the reasons as to why I use things as well. Because it's a free software that comes with the MacBooks. So I use GarageBand. I've been using it for years. It's like a really basic recording software. You don't have to use that. Um, these are just things that I use. And I have a, I have a, a mic stand, which I just got from Amazon. You can get them for less than 20 pounds, maybe 25. I'm not sure. Anyway, then I have um, a tripod. I've had so many tripods over the years. This is for um, the visuals. I've had so many tripods over the years. And this time around, I thought I would spend, you know, be a little bit spenny and spend on like a proper, proper tripod. So I've got a really good, sturdy tripod. And the camera that I film with is a Canon 70D. I've had it for years. Then um, I have this. Oh, this. The headphones that I use, which are not on my head, are these, what are they called? It's oh my, the name is look at the logo, zoom in on the logo. You know, you know, if you know, those who know know, but um, it doesn't have the name on it. I think it's called Shaniza, Shaniza, Shan. I should really google it, but um, yeah, it was a bit that this, um, the headphones were a gift, they were a bit spenny as well, but. I'm saying all of this, that you don't need to spend the kind of money that I've spent. And also sometimes you might spend all the money that I've spent. And to be fair, I feel like my quality for the amount of money that I've spent, I personally feel like my quality could be better. So sometimes it's not about the equipment, but more so technique because you could have really basic equipment. If you have a better technique, then your quality, your sound would be better, your visuals, your audio, everything could be so much better. Anyway, so, That's me getting that all out of the way. If you want a more in-depth, like I could do that in in another episode, but it's just very for those that care (laughs) or those who are interested. I always like to say that I'm doing the best I can with what I've got. So I mean, my best, I'm trying my best and it might not be good enough for others or it might be amazing for others, but I'm doing the best I can with what I've got, you know? So manage me like that. So I'm saying all of that because I've had such a kerfuffle setting up. (laughs) I borrowed my camera to my sister, then I couldn't find my stuff and I was getting really agitated and the time is going because I have to pick up the kids after this episode. But hey, how are we all doing? How are we all feeling? Oh gosh, now that I've had my little moan, what are we drinking? I'm drinking peppermint. I have decided because I was in such a kerfuffle, I decided, you know what you need? Because I found myself like grinding my teeth, that's the thing that... I certainly need therapy for because I I've got so much yeah let's not go into it but I find myself grinding my teeth when I'm stressed or just to cope with things or it's a thing it's a thing so I thought you know what I need I need a peppermint so let me just have a sip sip what are you drinking you know I'm I'm quite boring like um peppermint is one of my faves you know I prefer peppermint to green tea even I don't like green tea as much as I like peppermint which is interesting but how are we feeling? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So before I get into what we're rinsing, I just got well, I say I just got back. I didn't get back. Over the half term we went to Paris. Uh the city of love. And I'm so like, I can't believe like I mean, I won't say I'm well travelled, but I've been I've I've used my passport, yeah. And um I've never been to Paris. I've been to France a couple of times on day uh one on a day trip and like one with secondary school right and I can't remember for the life of me where we went to but I know that it was not Paris so the last quarter of last year I really set my sights on oh like I want to go to Disney because no what happened is my daughter said she wanted to go to Disneyland I was like hmm interesting and I remember being that age and asking my mum and obviously life happened never went so I thought oh maybe I should make that happen So, you know, you just work towards it. So her birthday was on the 25th of January. And so we thought as a belated gift, because on her birthday, we're like, um, we showed her the Disneyland ticket. So you're going to Disneyland, but just not now, not this. You're going in the half term. So the trip was a day in Disneyland then we went we spent a couple of days in Paris um it was really nice i actually have a vlog on it don't know when <laughs> for the life of me it's coming out but like and we spent um valentine's day in the city of paris and you know we did the whole eiffel tower it was cute obviously i was with the kids so it was as romantic as you can get but to be fair my sister came with us so we had a little like romantic walk you know how weird that, that whole Eiffel Tower area is you've got restaurants you've got that park like so we you know we had a nice couples moment and the kids were like lagging lagging you know what I'm saying lagging but they were like following far behind but just not in our judge so we were making the most of what we could how we could it was cute can't complain Paris is beautiful I would definitely go again and um, people have said you know I think Parisians have said this people who are actually friends I know French people are mad I'm like well you know you're French you could say that I can't relate <laughs> and obviously I only spent I was there for a holiday so the vibe is totally different but yeah pleased to have made that vision come to that little dream come true and you know people are like oh you know Disneyland is so overrated and I'm like is it I mean it is but it isn't because it's Disneyland and I want to get sponsored by Disneyland so no Disneyland is not overrated but what I will say is because it's got so much like nostalgic memories attached to it it could feel magical for any age and even like when you walk into the park and you know the music the magical mystical music is playing you're just like ah just get into the spirit of things so yeah it was really nice I would you know what? I would actually do Disneyland again I would even do it as like a date like me and hubby, let's just go Disneyland like probably I wouldn't do that but if it was like oh this is like I mean, it's there, do you know what I mean? So yeah, Disneyland is cute. Disneyland is definitely cute. Um, I'm wearing my, is this Mickey or Minnie Mouse? You can't really tell, but I'm wearing my Minnie. For those watching, I'm wearing my Minnie Mickey Mouse jumper. That being said, I got this before I went to Paris. So it's not like I bought it at Disneyland Resort because everything is overpriced there. But you do have to sometimes get a little souvenir. So we got some key rings, some... Teddy's you know the usual because uh yeah it's quite pricey but um I'm glad that it's like a thing that I could tick off my bucket list so a little bit of housekeeping before we get into what we're rinsing if you are listening to the visuals which I know most people listen to this podcast For those of you who are watching it and you're wondering where are where's the visuals, this podcast, the eavesdrop, now has its own channel. It now has its own channel on YouTube called the Eavesdrop Podcast. So it's no longer on the Love Laifa channel, it's on the eavesdrop channel. I'm just trying to create a separate space for it because I feel like it's just this podcast is a whole vibe of its own and the vibe and also because I'm potentially, potentially bringing back vlogs, but not on a, definitely not on a weekly basis, more so on a, as the spirit leads basis, it, it's just not gelling together, so all of the episodes, even old episodes are going to get re-uploaded onto its own channel, so you've just got the backlog, so if you want to watch me, and listen to me, you can do that, I will leave all the links in the show notes, and in obviously in the show notes so you could find it and subscribe subscribe to the podcast especially if like I appreciate some of you that listen so much because <laughs> every time <laughs> every time I'm just like I can't be bothered I I this is not for me and then you send me a message or you're just like oh I really enjoyed that episode or the like it makes me want to keep going because then I'm like oh I'm not talking to just the wilderness to empty space because especially when you don't get that much engagement and obviously some of you know me in real life so you send me personal messages. I appreciate that because um, sometimes we all need a bit of encouragement, a bit of, you know, a bit of a push. So what are you listening to? I like Iris Starr's new song, Sability. It's cute. I really like it. I like the sample from Awilo. Awilo, oh, Will. Uh, yeah really I but to be fair I you know I'm a big Ira star fan I love the way she writes I I like her ly- like just the way she is a star she's going to go very very far I think she's so talented and so cute and so yeah I'm a big fan so you know that already but yeah if you didn't know she's got a new song out called stability love it and yeah that's all I've got to say on that what have I been watching because we're still in February I might talk I might talk on all things love do I want to talk about it because what I've been watching is something that happened on the timeline there's a clip that is going viral on Twitter or um of does anybody watch BET I don't know if it's like BET love whatever and this lady this girl speaks about um not f- a daring, not following the girl code and she would happily date or see her friends ex ex partner ex lover ex whatever the case may be and she's had a lot a lot of backlash because it's a very wild thing to say and it's like why would you not follow the bro um the girl code i'm assuming that um I'm I'm just gonna stand for her and be like I assume that things have been taken out of context and I think maybe there are nuances to what she means that being said I personally disagree with her like there are no nuances like I even have a problem with friends befriending my old friends my ex-friends let alone a whole ex-boyfriend, <laughs> like we can't do that, girls get it together, get it together, I would say if if she is your friend, be wary, be wary, because it sounds a bit scary, it does, it does, but yeah, that's been happening on the timeline, what else has I been watching, obviously whilst I was in Paris, I watched, I was, well, I wasn't really watching it, but I had it in the background, I had it in the background with intention to watch it, Emily in Paris, it was just so so magical and so like oh I'm watching Emily in Paris and I'm in Paris Ah!" to be fair I was just outside Paris I technically wasn't in Paris but it was about um we used to take the train into Paris I was about 50 minutes by train away from the center of Paris so that's kind of because I we wanted to be close to Disneyland we were one stop from Disneyland and a good few stops from like the center of Paris because we went to see the Louvre and all that good stuff but yes yeah, so I was watching that and also um started watching Harlem which is oh, why didn't you tell me I look when I ask when I tell you what I'm watching I need the list I need you lot to give me the list of what you watch what you're watching I might not watch it straight away but I have it in my list of lists of lists for things to watch especially because I'm gonna start doing social media detoxes I think I need it for my mental health but we could talk about that later but yeah started watching Harlem which is on Amazon in the UK and it stars Megan Good and um I don't know the rest of the main characters names but I want to say it's like a way better version of Girlfriends no shade to Girlfriends because Girlfriends did what it had to do at the time but you could just see that um, th- the budget was there for Harlem. Like it feels like there's a bigger budget, you know, we're seeing different scenes, not just rooms, not just somebody's bedroom and somebody's living room. We're seeing the city. So I love that. So Harlem is given very much black sex in the city vibes because their outfits are outfitting. The girls are looking great. It's, you know, girls, men, romance, all the good stuff so um i did fall asleep but i'm really enjoying harlem and since watching harlem i now want to go to harlem <laughs> i do i'm like hmm i don't know i don't like guys tell me is that a place that i should visit i mean i've only been to new york once and it was such a long time ago such such a long time ago i've romanticized new york definitely it just feels like a bigger version of london because what is going on? Can you hear that? I really hope you can't hear that, but it it's a baby screaming, but this baby is sounding like a stray cat, like really, really, <laughs> really, really screaming. So I need that baby to walk past. Okay, I think the baby is. Is that a baby or a fox? Because nowadays, I'm not going to lie, the foxes at night sometimes sound like babies. This baby is going hard. Sorry, slight distraction. Yeah, so I've romanticized New York a little bit because, you know, the diversity, it's given very much London, but on a bigger scale. I'm not sure if the food is given that much because I didn't, I found it quite, this was so long ago that I went, I found it quite expensive to eat there. Not sure how it is now, probably worse because we're all in a cost of living crisis. If it's expensive to eat here, hmm, Harlem is making me want to go and see Harlem. I wanna talk a little bit about waiting for marriage or waiting for the proposal in particular. <sighs> oh girls, I don't, I've told myself yeah, that my new rebrand is to not give advice, relationship advice, marriage advice, because everybody's situation is so different and everybody does relationship differently. Everybody has their own rules. I mean, there are the general rules that I feel like, you know, but yeah, I'm talking to the youngins. Yeah. I feel like if you're waiting for a proposal, it's not it it's not, he's not the one, I'm not like he's not the one, but he's just not ready, because you're not on the same wavelength, right, surely, so where I'm going is, if you, you know, you've been with your partner for however long, and you're wanting, I'm talking about in, like, heterosexual relationships, man, woman, yeah, and you're waiting for him to propose to you, and he's not really giving, right, you're not on the same page, you're ready, and he's not, it might seem great, but if you're ready and he's not, how long are you willing to wait? Because I told you about my friend who expressed to me that sometimes you might be the right woman, but the wrong timing. And it's very common for men to be in a relationship, but because they as men, sorry, excuse me, if you hear a little bit of noise, just putting my microphone up, yep, but because they as men feel as though they are not in a position to look after you and have a family, so they're not financially up, they feel like they they need to get their ish together before they can start, you know, making proposals, and you're there waiting and wanting and yearning and the relationship is fine but it's just you want to seal the deal how long like you have to ask yourself how long are you willing to wait like because by the time he's ready and we really don't know how long he's going to take to get ready it's like that movie that I watched um oh that Tyler Perry movie that we spoke about a few weeks ago which really painted the lady in a ba- bad light, but the guy who had an invention and he was waiting for it to pick off, to t- take off, right? So he doesn't have his stuff together and you want him to propose to you. Have you had discussions of marriage? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but it, but you're like asking him, like, come on, come on, come on. And he's not, girl, not saying that he doesn't love you, he's not ready and you, you just either have to be patient if you've got those years in you to wait or you might have to move on talking to my younger self, I would definitely move on, like, I can't wait for you all day to get your shit together, like, I'm not getting any younger, especially if I felt, like, at the time that I'm ready, I want to have, I want to get married, I want to have babies, I'm, you know, I'm in my prime, da, 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 obviously, some of you, if you've been following me and listening to me for years, that is not my story, like, I got married when I kind of wasn't looking for love, anyway, you both might say within three years, and within three years, he still might not have his ish together, then what, then what, do you understand, or you might have to just be like, okay, I'm moving on, because this is what my male friend was telling me, is that, you know, by the time a man is ready, the girl that maybe he really loved, she may have moved on, she's married with kids, and now he has to sort himself out, and find somebody, because now he's ready, he's ready, he's ready to settle down, and what will happen is, because I remember this went viral on Twitter. Some It always goes viral on Twitter, but like he will now kind of settle because this isn't, he's the one, but not like he's just marrying anyone. He's just marrying because now he's ready and she's the right woman at the right. She's like, not necessarily the right woman, but she's a good woman and it's good timing. So she might not be everything he wants but she ticks a lot of boxes and she's not the dream and I mean this doesn't sound romantic at all but to me it makes sense with the stereotypical situation of men are logical rather than, and women are emotional, it's like logical for a man to be like, okay, bam, 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 this woman ticks all of these boxes, she's not the love of my life, but I can definitely grow to love her, and I will love her, To she will be the love of my life, and I'm in a better situation now, boom, let's get married, whereas women, typically speaking, we've romanticized the whole marriage wedding the whole shebang we want him to be the one I will say I think it's dangerous this might be a very unpopular opinion but I think it's wiser to be with somebody who loves you more than you love them as a woman and this is again not giving anybody advice but women being emotional creatures and when we love we love hard we could love somebody that we didn't initially love and grow to love them and love end up loving very very hard I just feel like it keeps yourself in a bit of a safe space when you know that he may you know adore you more than you adore him for people like myself it just keeps your senses in check I'm still within my senses. I'm still within reasoning to carry out certain things and do certain things, staying with potential. It depends how old you are, and it depends how much time you've got to give. Again, just like the whole waiting for a proposal situation. How long are you willing to wait? And I mean, there's certain things that I'm assuming that if you're with somebody for a certain period of time and you're dating and seeing each other and your girlfriend and boyfriend and the idea is to lead towards marriage because I understand marriage is not for everyone I'm assuming that you're having discussions you should have been having discussions about marriage married life your expectations his expectations boundaries this that and the third so that at least you know imagine you're with somebody for five years or three years or whatever the case may be and you haven't discussed marriage, like, and, I mean, it's always wild to me, cause I say that because, you know, you see, like, clips of a man going down on one knee, and he proposes, and the girl says no, I'm like, uh-uh, my guy, <laughs> like, didn't you check, read the room, did you not check, did you not do a, a risk assessment, <laughs> not a risk assessment, but did you not check, do all the checks before like why is she saying no like i'm assuming you can't just be asking somebody to marry you like why is she saying no is it because you're marrying because are you proposing out of apology maybe you did something wrong then yes you should say no or is this totally out of the blue because you've never had this conversation in the first place my guy my guy please wake up what are you doing like why should she say no if you have been discussing marriage throughout your relationship, by the time you get down on one knee, it should be a surprise to her, but it also shouldn't be a surprise to her because it's expectant. like she's expecting this to happen eventually. She just doesn't know when. Guys, get it together. These are some of the things that I would say to my younger sisters, but look at the relationships that he has with his family members his if he has sisters what kind of relationship does he have with his sisters his parents obviously especially his mom how does he treat his mother these are all obvious things but i think sometimes when as women we're so in love or we're so infatuated or even in the case of being desperate i'm not saying that any of the people listening to this podcast is desperate But even in, like, you will just not pick up on some of the red flags. Look at his decision making. How does he make decisions? What is the rationale behind some of his decision making? Because he is essentially going to be the head of your house. Like, if this is the person you want to marry. And, oh, oh my gosh, this is a big one. Say, you know, he doesn't have his ish together. And you are the one who is the breadwinner. Or at least you're earning more money. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> God. You have to be so careful in getting into that situation. Because uh, he, might, he might say that he's cool and he's fine with it. At this point, we've been with this person for years. And we just want to get married. Or like, Oh, no. I'll support us until you figure yourself out. And it's like, babes, don't do that. You might grow resentment if he doesn't sort out his ish on time and his ego will most certainly get bruised because whoever you like it or not especially if he's the typical alpha male and you're earning more than him (laughs) oh I wish I, I wish I had a sister up on this episode that could preach for me that could preach for all of us that the chaos the uproar that it will cause within your relationship. You having to continue to humble yourself because you're earning one P more than him or 10 pounds more than him or a thousand pounds more than him or whatever the case may be. And you, you, we see it all the time, men acting up. You've seen it with Bobby Brown. I just want to caveat that by saying not all men. Like as soon as uh, Whitney Houston just turned into this movie star and this big, like she turned, like her celebrity status went up more than his, he, you know, he started acting up and acting out, and and you have to be careful of his ego, be careful of your own ego, be careful of resentment that can grow within the relationship, if you're saying, oh no, I'll hold us down until you sir- sort him out, resentment can even grow when you're not, even when you're not only more than him, even when you've decided to be a stay at home wife and he's the one looking after you You will be resentful my guy is going out to work every day he's not coming home on time uh i'm at home i'm bored i'm looking after kids i'm doing google gaga with this baby i'm tired my body is changed i'm not myself i have no friends i'm isolated i'm a social recluse Uh, look if i talk they'll say that i'm talking yeah a big one is does he listen to you does he take advice because you get your potentially getting into marriage supposed to be your best friend or whatever the case may be you would think that you know he can confide in you you want him to at least i would want my man to confide in me you know just like i would confide in him and even if it's just a thing whereby he just wants an heir or you know a solution maybe your suggestions he might take does he take your advice Are you a good decision maker? And another one, a last one, because it's like, hmm. the person that you're looking at today, yeah, and you're thinking, "Mm, he's a bit, but, you know, with time, he could change. (laughs) Be prepared for him not to change. And vice versa, vice versa, for the man to the woman, you're looking at the woman and you're like, oh, Oh I really like her, she's beautiful, she's gorgeous, she's this, that and the third, but my girl can't cook. Oh okay, she'll learn how to cook. And I'm just saying this as a stereotypical example, right? Be prepared for her not to learn how to cook. Be prepared for her never being able to cook. Because if this is like a a no no for you, like a I cannot handle this situation, then run run now, end the situation now. You can't get together thinking, oh, this thing will change about him or this thing will change about her. It may never change. You need to be prepared for that. The person that you see today is a person that you might see tomorrow and, and, and and years to come. Obviously we change as people. We should evolve as people, but that takes time, that's not a tomorrow, like, oh, I've decided to do this and now all of a sudden I've changed as a person. No, it doesn't work like that, it takes time. So some, sometimes we change, we think we're changing and we really haven't because a situation will happen and it will trigger you and you'll revert back to your old ways and these old ways might be negative, they might be positive, who knows, but I'm, I'm talking about negative ways. And if you're expecting the person to change in the ways that you want them to change, you don't want to marry that person you want to marry an idea of a person um and that's my marriage advice for today thank you for listening to my TED talk <laughs> thanks for listening to my TED talk come back next week if you are um married or in a long-term relationship please add your own source in terms of you know women who are waiting for proposals women who are have been in long term relationships and they're just waiting for the one knee, the ring and it seems like it's not coming. So, like, what's the issue? And the thing is, if you've had discussions about marriage, you wouldn't need to put pressure on your partner about when are you gonna propose to me because you've been having those discussions anyway, because you know that it's eventually gonna come. It's just about timing. So clearly, in my mind, you're not on the right you're not on the same page. Even if you've just got married, comment, share, let's have a dialogue, any advice, any tips, tricks, how to make a long marriage last, what is your advice, don't ask me, because I don't even know how I got here, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, Um, subscribe to the new channel, and um, yeah, share, until the next one, bye! The Israel